Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the QB Draw. Today we are joined by a special guest, DJ Burns, proprietor of The Rooster, a publication uh, sent out into your email inboxes. Uh, Ez and I are, are big fans, uh, DJ. Would love, we're so glad to have you on. Um, both of us have, have subscribed to your newsletter for the past few months. Uh, I, I know I certainly look forward to reading it. Appreciate that, guys. I mean, yeah, I always say like, you know, I, pre- I appreciate when people say that, but anyway, you know, I, I like writing every day and it's just like, shit, like, <laughs> I like the only reason I read my writing every day is because I have to. So I'm, I appreciate that. And yeah. of course, um, we got Ez on as well. Always here. Always, always glad to talk to the man that uh, broke the, the biggest Urban Meyer story ever, you know? Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a resume point. Um, but like we were talking before the show started, not a lot going on in college football right now. But uh, I guess, I guess you know, since this is the first time we've had DJ on here, DJ, what are your, how do you feel about the Buckeyes next year? You know, um, I, I think we're all in agreement on the hires being pretty good overall. I think we're a little bit nervous about uh, strength and conditioning. Um, but you know, what are your thoughts? I- I, I too, I too have like harbor some concerns, especially about strength and condition, which I can say as, you know, a guy who looks like an over, over, over poured glass of milk. Um, but I think Ryan day, like starting that Utah game, I was like, here we go. Like we're going to, but we're going to get punked by Utah and it's going to be a uh, winner of darkness, but we rebounded from that game. I really, I think Ryan day has, Guys, what can I, what can I got like me say on Ryan Day at this point? Do I have some reservations? Yes. Are there still questions? Yes. Um, do I think we're going to smack the hell out of Notre Dame? Also, yes. But um, I think the hires. I mean, he did what he had to do. So we're at just at the point. I always hated it as a cliche in like sports writing. Like when, when sports writers be like, you know, time will tell. It used to drive me insane because. Of course, time's going to tell, but really that's where we're at right now. So, but was, is that going to stop the takes industry? Absolutely not. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited for next year. I, I was pretty, um, I was pretty low on CJ Stroud after the first, uh, you know, culminating in the Tulsa game. I'm now like preaching the gospel that he's the best quarterback in the country and is like 10 times better than Bryce Young is. Um, to he got, he got the baddest truck in Ohio out of here. That is right. That is. <laughs> um, so I, I'm really excited to see what the offense can do. Um, you know, uh, Brian Hartline continues to churn out like uh, elite player after elite player. Who knew you could do that? I didn't know that was allowed up until he came here. I thought Ohio State was just supposed to have James Clark play wide receiver forever. Um, uh, those are the days I covered that. <laughs> I covered those teams. <laughs> the uh, that that Penn State 2016 game, just the saddest <sighs> offense of all. They gave it to Curtis Samuel like twice, and he hit like a a 60 yarder on one of them, and then the rest of them was just like JT like air mailing it to Terry McLaurin before Brian Hartline showed up, who was not a good player, and uh, and James Clark. That was just sad. I feel bad for James Clark. I he probably would have been a better player if he uh didn't have to play under uh redacted. Yeah. and he he was a good dude for, I, I never heard yeah. a bad thing about james clark yeah he's just he's just sort of become like the the symbol of that era of not oh i get it i uh 
I know, I know JB Shugarts and like mm. a personal and a personal aspect. We have like common friends. And so like I've taught and like I've t- <laughs> like you like he jokes about it all the time. Like he'll text my friend, I'll be like, man, I'm getting roasted on Twitter. Like anytime there's false starts online, you can search Shugart's names and he's still getting roasted these years <laughs> later. And he's like married, like <laughs> or he's engaged and like he's still getting roasted. Just every but, yeah, like uh you know, blessing and the curse of Ohio. I mean, there's worse things, you know. At least people know you care. Right, right, exactly. Um yeah, and I, I really do like the Knowles hire. I think they've filled out his staff well, um, too. I, I'm a little bit worried about the defensive line. I, I think Larry Johnson needs to get back on track, but, you know, I believe in him. And I'm so, not sure, what, you know, we'll see what this 20 pounds on Jack Sawyer and what all these crazy numbers are getting. I need to see what that looks like. Yeah, I don't know where those 20 pounds are. Hopefully they've uh, diverged from the uh, – all you can eat McDonald's strategy of strength and <laughs> from last summer. Um. <laughs> I, you know, and I feel bad. And that's another thing too. I mean, you know, Mickey Mirati obviously forgotten more than I know about lifting weights, but like, come on, man, don't sit here and like argue against what my, what my eyes were seeing in that game. Like mm-hmm. I have respect for what he's done, but I mean, some of the sports media guys act like, you know, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's like right. some infallible pioneer. Cause like, you know, he's a guy you want to have a beer with and you think he could, you know, can kick the shit out of you because he lifts weights. Uh, but the proof was in the pudding. So we'll see. I mean, if there's anybody like if you can't come back from that as a strength coach, I mean, well, you know, yeah. the team looks like you just, you've lost it. The team looks the same. He's got to go. I'm yeah. I'm, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, that kind of you hit the nail on the head there. We're like. You know, obviously he had a track record before coming to Ohio State. And, you know, when he got to Ohio State and and you look back at like that Alabama game in particular, where Ohio State was just kicking the shit out of them and they were faster, stronger and, you know, larger than Alabama across the board. And then, you know, Alabama adapts and goes and finds a new gear and Ohio State has largely stayed the same and like, you know, it, it, it's always this time of the year is particularly always funny because you get the like propaganda film style uh, video. The hogs, the hogs eat it up. <laughs> oh, the, you know, I'll tell you, the, the, boys the Harley, da- Harley Davidson workout. Yeah. St. Valentine's Day the massacre. The mass. like, <laughs> you know, just, it definitely gets the spine tingling for heterosexual yeah. males out there. That's for yeah. Sure. The, the Instagram uh, captions of guys like, wow, can't believe we got our ass kicked today and stuff like that. And, and you just know, like the average guy in Ohio is just, just eating that sloth up and they are just loving every second of it, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what off season workouts have become now. Um, it's just like, uh, it's like a late form. It's a different form of like those, uh, Instagram booty workouts that like girls used to do. Uh, Um, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it like that. That's true. That's a good comparison. We should, uh, yeah. You know, if I, maybe what we should do, the three of us, we'll start a gym and it's just going to be mat work is what we're going to be doing. all the time. <laughs> and, and you can't forget about the ropes and yeah, the, ropes, the uh, ropes, tires. tires. Sort of thing. Yeah. Did you yeah. guys see in the last one, the, the, the empty wooden box they were pushing? <laughs> yeah. Now UMass, my alma mater, 
they, they hired Don Brown. And of course, Don is like as old school football as it gets. He's locking but, down. When did you, you go to UMass? I graduated in 2017. Okay. I was in my, when I went to Montana, UMass came to Montana and beat us. Girl, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember that. That was like 06, yeah. right? Yeah. Liam yeah. Cohen uh, was the quarterback there. Um, and he's the, he's the OC at, at Kentucky now. Um, okay. and we were begging him for years. I, I know to tr- try and take the UMass program over, but he, it's nowhere near where it needs to be for him. And he's having like legit opportunities at jobs now. Um, but yeah, so I say, say that about, you know, Don, he, um, you know, made them work out in like plain white t-shirts and like plain gray cotton shorts and stuff like that. That is, uh, as, as much of a football guy move as you can have, like, oh, you, you haven't even earned the right to wear the brand of, of, of UMass He's football. taking the names <laughs> off the back of the jerseys. And he, yeah, you know, I think Michigan is still reeling from losing the uh, Massachusetts pipeline. So uh, yeah. thanks, Don Brown, for taking that job. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny because like in, in high school, like or over the past few years of my high school, like. Don Brown would just show up and like be recruiting kids that like no, no other major school has showed up for, but like, you know, they're, they're rolling out and Harbaugh, I think had been there once or twice. And like, it's just, it's so funny that like, yeah. Oh, wow. Don Brown's in trouble, needs a defensive back. Guess he'll go to the, the talent rich state of Massachusetts to find, <laughs> to find somebody. Whenever you can take a two-star uh, DB in March, I mean, you just got to do it. it yeah. Like, um, yeah. I, I will say on the strength and conditioning, um, a, a point that's been brought up by one of our buddies in the group chat um, that I, I think there's a lot of uh, credence to is like, you know, 2019 was just a few years ago and it didn't look like there were any strength and conditioning issues then. So how much of, how much of the strength and conditioning problem is just players not knowing how, uh, where to go because the coaches were bad. Um, and, and how much of it is, is just weight room issues. And, um, you know, it, it, that's just sort of a wait and see, uh, it's hard to make, you know, be not being in the program. It's hard to like draw a conclusion there. Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell the podcast. Uh, yeah, that should be the, 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 the title of the pod. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, last year you could tell the defense wasn't super physically gifted, uh, kind of across the bar, you know, at least in the linebacker and defensive back positions, but like first round pick seven banks. Yes. Yep. (laughs) First overall pick seven banks. That's what we're hearing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could tell. Like there was just some over analysis going on. And a lot of that does come down to the fact that none of them knew what the hell they were supposed to be doing on a given play. And I just hope they, they clean that up. And like, you know, again, like I've said before, if you make a mistake, make it, you know, aggressively and sure, you know, let a big play happen every once in a while. Cause we got aggressive rather than death by a million cuts or whatever, you know, and uh, John wants Greg Fiano back um, yes bring, bring greg back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was an affable guy in interviews i know he was he was funnier than you would think too yeah that makes but i mean it, i think he's per you know he's like but then i mean what he like paralyzed that guy texting oh right yeah um no he, he was it was weird with him because he was he was the defensive coordinator for a while like 2016 the defense 
was he there in 2016 or did he start in 17? I don't know, God. but like there was a time when his defenses were not bad. Um, now, now the cracks did start to show like against Iowa, for example. Um, mm. But it, it and, and then, you know, by the time 2018 came around, it was just a total free fall. Um, God, that Iowa game, I'm, I, we have Iowa in the shoe this year, right? I'm, I'm amped for that one. They've had it coming. They have had it coming. I hate, I, I hate Iowa. I hate Kirk Ferentz. Man, yeah, you want to talk about like the worst guy you know? Like, yeah, Kirk Ferentz, like his whole thing is just so unbearable, and like he's like Urban Meyer. If Urban Meyer went seven and five every year, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like how how are you how are you getting away with this? It doesn't make any sense. Well, that was one of the interesting things was like he started and stopped his own like inquiry into diverse hiring or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no Incredible need. Incredible stuff. Guys, you got it. <laughs> Don't worry. Everything's under control here. I forgot Urban hired that strength coach. Jesus Christ. Yep. That was, I mean, that was the beginning of the, that was yeah. when you just knew the gig was up. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, and that was like day two. It's like, come on, buddy. Like. What what are you doing? Like, <laughs> well, he was like he was trying to start some like, uh, what's that? The IMG Academy down in mm. Florida. He was like trying to start something like that in like Dublin. That there's uh, Ben Axelrod actually sent me the because he's from Dublin. He sent me the you they had a a YouTube like I don't know if it was a business pitch or something, but it's on YouTube, and he was trying to get involved in that, and I think. I mean, it was a money grab because Pantone and Mariotti were like, you know, oh, you know, like everybody you talk to likes working for Ryan Day over right. Urban Meyer. Like, and it's right. not obviously, close. yeah. So he couldn't get his guy. So I think it was just a money grab. Mm. And then he gets, and then he gets up there, and uh, when, when was he hired? Like, because that's what he could do at Ohio State. He could just be like, oh, I'm hiring like a grand wizard, a, a grand wizard. <laughs> yeah. I'm hiring my best man. Like I was going to go with the grand wizard in the Ku Klux Klan, but his best man because he actually did that. He physically uh, did that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And you know, he, he just grinds people out and that, that goes back to the original point, just how it works. Like 2018 season. I think a lot of it was all those guys were just grinded to a core for working yeah. with him because he drives out the talented assistants and then he just wants the yes men around him yeah because like his first his first round of hires you know were really good <laughs> i mean that's why they won the national championship i mean tom herman's a, a dickhead and a half but like really good offensive coordinator um you know chris ash great hire and then you know in 2015 they don't win another national title because he starts hiring ed warner and tim beck as the off as the offensive coordinators Ed Warner, by the way, great offensive line coach. They really still haven't replaced him as an O-line coach. Um, not not an offensive genius, I'd say. No, no. And that, that 2015 season was just an entire debacle in its own right. That was hell. Yeah. Uh, that was that – was, do you guys remember the – we're just doing a remember podcast like the last three episodes. <laughs> um, do you remember the uh, 2015 Hawaii game when they won like 38-0, but it was like – the worst 38 to zero blowout you had ever seen. And then the yeah. Northern Illinois game when they almost lost. Yeah. I covered those games. You <laughs> want to talk, you want to talk about a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> Just living it up 20 to 20 to 13 against Northern Illinois. Yeah, we like, we, we used to have this like live chat 11 warriors during games. Mm -hmm. And I had to like, when I first came in, I would have to moderate the live chat and it, 
like, oh my God. Like if you were ever on a plane with Ohio State fans <laughs> and you hit just a minor, like just a minor thing of turbulence, you know, you're just like, oh, like that's just normal turbulence. You're going to have on a cross country flight. They would be like, fuck it. They're like, fuck it. We're doomed. Like just bomb the plane, get it over with. Like, no, I mean, I, I do the same thing. It's like, it's like you, you lose one yard on first down. It's like, fuck. Fire everyone. Yeah. So we're gonna punt. Yeah. We're gonna punt here. Second down, second and eleven. We'll punt the ball. Uh, and I life. thought I thought covering the team I like, kind of killed that side of me because yeah. I was like, by the end of it, I was like, you people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> but it is June and we're talking about camp reps of like some teenager, like, get fucking serious. Uh so I thought that side was just like killed on me, but uh losing to Michigan. Michigan, it just activated that, yeah you know, yeah the, losing the, to michigan was a the propaganda rare. central ohio corn-fed honky <laughs> chip in my brain and yes. i'm just back to just being the most poisonous fan ever like, we, we I, 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 uh, activation word just just happened with you and and you've uh you've you've awakened and and you know reemerged <laughs> a uh, a better man for it as, I, poison, as poisonous yeah. as ever i've alluded to this before and uh Aaron knows or john uh, sorry, I'll cut that. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's all good. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, John exposed. Um, he knows I'm doing this, but I'm doing the most deranged thing I've ever done in my fandom, and I'm using the QB Drop Twitter, Twitter account to bookmark every single, like, slight Ohio State's going to get beat by Michigan again next year tweet. And so, like, <laughs> when, when Ohio State kicks Michigan's ass next year in the shoe, I'm going to just retweet all of them. And, oh, excellent. Um, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, while we're on that subject, uh, it's something you hit on earlier, but it was a couple weeks back. There was some bullshit that popped up from some Michigan writer about how uh, it was actually good that uh, Jim Harbaugh was, you know, oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> and, and took the job in the NFL because, you know, Ryan Day will never get that opportunity because he's too heartless um, or, um, you know, he, he's got – he's too much of a ruthless uh, ruthless like war general because <laughs> he fired Kerry Coons who sucked <laughs> at his job that like yeah this guy will never make it in the league people you hate see those playing rosy cheeks him. and all you know is fear <laughs> yeah I I could not believe that for the life of me um you know like there there has been like a monkey's paw sort of situation that has fall, fallen and, and, and come and come after uh, Ohio State lost that game uh, to to Michigan. Obviously, uh, it came to a head yesterday uh, with Jawan Howard <laughs> punching <laughs> and as a graduate assistant from Wisconsin. That's but, assault, uh, brother. Yeah, Adam Schef- Adam Schefter. Please. Yeah, assault. Yeah, uh, but it's it's funny to watch people grovel, like just freak freak out about stuff like that, and like you know and. Um, when shit like that happens, there's a pretty normal response people have to be like, wow, that was pretty stupid. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but like to see like Michigan fans be like, well, well, actually a disgrace. <laughs> it was guard who grabbed, uh, <laughs> grabbed his arm first, which is technically assault. And like they water the word assault down to being like absolutely nothing at this point. Like, oh, wow. Like he looked at me strange. That's assault. So 
and his his defense of it was pretty funny because he was like, I, at, at a certain point, I had to defend my players. And like, you're the only guy who threw a punch in the whole altercation. You had to defend your players. Yeah. Stan, he's citing stand my ground against yeah. yeah. like a Wisconsin I, graduate. Yeah, assistant. like this man who looks like like a, a jar of pudding. Um, <laughs> No, I feel like that's like the 2022 version of uh, Trestle making the the not guarantee at the basketball game. Like that's our like hell world world version of that. Like Jawan Howard like slapping the Wisconsin coach. It's like when we when we kick their ass next year, we're gonna we're gonna remember that and be like that was the beginning of the end for the Wolverines. Yeah. Well, Josh Gaddis leaving too, and like uh, I'm more mad about that. I'm more mad about him leaving than Harp like. Har- I, if Harbaugh would have laughed out of it, like, okay, whatever. It was, it was funny. I'm not laughing. It's funny. Mm-hmm. But G- I wanted Gaddis bad because he was right. We played soft. No, yeah, I, yeah. Like, I wanted him bad. Yeah, he, he – I also wanted him bad to be the head coach there because uh, – Oh, that would have been – That would have been exquisite yeah. as well. I don't yeah. think uh, – you know, and, and good for uh, Miami using their crypto Bitcoin money that they, uh, they harvested from, you know, UML. <laughs> To, to hire him away it's their right. nfts they they've got a bunch of yeah. uh, <laughs> they're the first team that's going to be entirely nfts out on the field so, uh, you can't he's, watch him he's play. gonna suck there i'm sorry he's gonna suck there he's, first of he's all is good. is committing to sucking but yeah. like being super expensive in doing so um and it's gonna be really funny because like their fans are the worst like they're convinced as, that they're back they're convinced that they're back yeah, and what does back mean, right? Like you were gone for 20 years, right? Yeah. Like in the first time you did it, like first time you did it, you were dormant for like another uh, 20 years. You were good for about six. And then all of a sudden, whoops, you have to go dormant again. And like people being convinced that like the uh, Van Dyke or whatever their their quarterback's name is, is like Joe Montana in the flesh. is just so funny to me. Like, <laughs> Uh, I uh, yeah, Miami, Miami, going from like Miami being good would be like I wouldn't have a problem. I like with Miami it, yeah. But no, they're never, cool. they're no, they're the opposite of Notre Dame in the sense that like at the end of the day, no college recruit wants to go to rural Indiana to some religious freak school, yeah, where they can't even win. They don't, none of them remember and win a title. The same applies in Miami. They, none of them remember Miami being good. That might as well be in the 1930s when they were smoking cigarettes at halftime last time. They were good to them. <laughs> but it's the opposite. Like, if you could, like, could you imagine being a 20-year-old with any sort of celebrity in Miami? In yeah. Coral Gable, like, going out and managing that, especially in the NIL era. Mm-hmm. where any kind of scumbag is coming at you any kind of sideways trying to get their money hooks into you uh like i i just don't how can how can you get 110 <laughs> 18 to 24 year olds marching on jump through the chaos that is miami if also i, I had, think they i'd have be like dead a, yeah i'd be yeah. dead yeah no, if you put I, me down as 35 knowing what i know i would have a hard time <laughs> well yeah i mean miami too like i, I did think Shout out to Josh Gaddis, though, because his first, like, press conference at Miami, he was talking all about, like, the tradition-rich history at a school like Miami. And, of course, like, you know that's just rubbing salt in wounds for, like, the Michigan people and stuff like that. Like, Michigan thinks of themselves as this historic program, and he goes and is, like, gushing about the great history of Miami football. 
Uh, you you got to love stuff like that. Um, and then they lost their defensive coordinator as well, Michigan. Um, Hired which, by his own brother. <laughs> yeah, which was less of a shock from my understanding. Like, they knew that was a loan process anyway, and when he was ready, he would come back. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, like, it's so weird. Like, I can understand it from both sides, but like I've said a bunch of times, like, these these coaches are skinwalkers at the end of the day like they they're 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 not bred to you know walk through life with any sort of human decency or or any sort of uh, moral compass at all like you know it's one thing to understand like yeah they like from my understanding Harbaugh was just was pissed a lot because they cut his pay but like didn't was it didn't feel the need to like go further and say like well yeah they they did kind of have a reason to cut your pay you were there for about you know six or seven years and didn't have anything to show for it so yeah of course and in a global pandemic they had to cut your pay but like then to go forward and, and like try and stick it to them like I don't know like is this whole situation tenable I don't know like but it is pretty funny that like whatever happened within those two weeks clearly made some shit hit the fan and like, um, yeah, fuck them. All, all I have to say about that. Yeah. Could you imagine being in a room with Jim Harbaugh for nine hours? Good That's Lord. Like, I mean, what, this is why he, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a Jim Harbaugh. I just, I find him hilarious. Would I want to spend an hour? Like would I want to spend an hour with him in a room? Sure. Nine hours. I, throw me off a cliff. Yeah, I, I, There's no way he was ready to do that. Like I, I think, if I were to I guess, I think he went there expecting to get the job, and then they started grilling him, and it was like, yeah. it was like <laughs> they're asking him about his scheme, yeah. and he's like, "Wait a second, what?" Uh, yeah, that that whole thing, like, yeah, nine hours though, and just the the way it went down, because they had released that um, it was the night that Schefter had the like, "Oh, he's going" tweet. They released like right after that, that they had interviewed some uh, interviewed another coach for coaching candidate for like nine hours. And like, it was right on the heels of the Flores uh, lawsuit as well. And like, just the optics of that night were just so poor. Everyone involved in the, yeah. so I know everyone involved in that Dolphins organization is like hell bound. I mean, Flores was doing a really good job with like basically uh, a, a pretty bad roster Uh and like to fire him because he didn't want to go after a, a sex pest is like pretty disgusting. Owner is a, uh, a Michigan man. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that we're, checks we're, out. We're looking into it, folks. We're looking deep and deep into it. Yeah. Big time Michigan fan. Yep. Uh, that was pretty funny though. Like when he, when they fired Flores and he immediately, Ross came out and said, like, no, we're not going to hire Harbaugh away from uh, away from Michigan. That was pretty funny. Like, I'm mad that uh, I'm mad that he ended up on the Steelers, though, because, uh, you know, now I, not, well, you have to give the Steelers credit for that one. And I hate doing that. Um, but Oh, yeah, that's how it works. The Steelers always prosper. Right. It's like they yep. have Joe Hayden and uh, who, who was like Brown, the Browns claimed was washed what it feels like like 10 years ago now. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> still still one of like the worst moves of my lifetime. Just like letting a, a, a good starter walk to a division rival for like apparently no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Those were those are some prime Browns years, too, because like we might be man. getting back. We might be getting back. 
<laughs> we might be getting back. I, mean, I hope not. Keep this team in the shitter where we belong. <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh no, I, I meant back to the shitter. Um. Oh uh, yeah. Have you heard the That's what, back to the shitter? That's what the tagline <laughs> for this fucking back to the man shit. running run into like an 18th century outhouse, just fucking shit falling out of his pants. That's yep. what this season's gonna be like. Um, yep. Have y'all seen the talks about uh, extending Baker but letting Ward walk? That would be like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that would be full on. Just, I, I don't. I would rule it out. Say at that point, do we want to. Uh, do we want to get into just the absolute like, like you were alluding to before, just an outhouse, just an absolute freak show, like central that is Brown's Twitter, like <laughs> one of the worst facets of that website that has like, you know, you've got. You've got Real criminals, real war criminals on that website, and I think I would much rather read that than uh, that drivel than fucking reading these guys writing Shakespearean sonnets about uh, Baker Mayfield being. I saw know, a guy. I saw, I saw a guy whose profile pic today was Baker, like uh, like the back of Baker, like in his jersey, but instead of Mayfield, it said franchise on it. Stockholm syndrome with that guy because it's like he he probably you know and and that's the thing is I haven't ever seen him like glow about Cleveland which like right yeah no that's the thing it's like he hates it It, where was he the the NBA the cool one of the coolest events in no that all star game rocked last night rocked yeah Cleveland killed it bro like Cleveland killed it was the mecca of like entertainment basically yeah. for a weekend yeah and where was our loser quarterback sitting at home fucking blogging on reddit probably crying <laughs> about how nice yeah. you know women don't want nice he's, guys <laughs> yeah he was, <laughs> he was writing a manifesto on tumblr and he, uh, just shifting tabs between r slash incel and r slash the donald yeah, and, like <laughs> and there is a toxic you know and part of, i am sympathetic to you know just the guys that walk around it's like bro where you, do you they walk around like they have cte because Basically, watching the Browns this long is like you do probably have CTE like <laughs> yes. effects on your brain, and people handle that different ways. Mm-hmm. But if you're out here, oh, I'm riding with six, naming your kid, <laughs> naming your kid after him, like if you got a dog named after Baker, you probably got to put him down. He's probably yeah. like cancer ridden. <laughs> you have to put leg. that dog down. Yeah. You know, would you be going? We're gonna ride with six, baby. Like, no, you put your dog down. You hit, like, and that's just what we need to do. With Naming Baker. my dog Reagan after Baker Reagan. Oh, that should have been. <laughs> that should have been those, the first one. One of those and, freak shows on Brown's Twitter is gonna do like a fucking parade for him soon, and I'm not gonna like that at that all. That brings us to our uh, next topic: Is <laughs> Baker bigger than LeBron in Cleveland? Let's talk. Uh, you know, if, if he wins a Super Bowl for uh, yeah, if he wins uh, a Super Bowl, yeah, it, yeah, it'll be bigger because like, and that's that was the thing it was like always lined with dog whistles because it was like why why on earth would this guy because like it'd be one thing because like the baseball team did it for years like Jim Tomei always talked like glowingly about being in Cleveland and other dumb shit like that but like Baker has never really to my knowledge like had that moment where he was like I'm Cleveland through and through. And like the closest he got was when he scored on a fucking like two point conversion against the Jets. Like uh, that, that, was, that was the peak. Yeah. Someone I, put uh someone put the Chad Henny run onto my timeline the other day. I think I don't think I've uh, seen it since it happened. Oh, uh, that's I don't think I have. That's brutal. It, it was like it, 
watching that rather, play yeah i'd rather see a picture of my dad's balls <laughs> <laughs> that was so painful man like that like when mahomes goes down yeah it's like if mahomes scrambles for 13 yards on or 12 yards on third and 13 you're like you're you, you know you're 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 in hell you're devastated but you know at least it's fucking patrick mahomes it's like the corpse of chad henny like i didn't even know he was still in the goddamn league when it happened yeah. no and third and 14 like you're thinking oh we've got him right where we want him and then right. he just oh uh, yeah, i is. think that was credence for all those years we whipped his ass when he was at ohio state yeah when he was at- yes yeah yeah that, that was uh that was our co-opens how about uh how about miles garrett this weekend uh had the highlight of the celebrity game where he windmilled <laughs> a basketball like uh he he's unironically like he could be, he could be he could be Zion Zion in the NBA, especially like oh, this yeah. year. You really uh, got an idea. Like I know he's a big guy, but you really get like when he <laughs> when he's rolling around short, like sleeveless, you get an idea how big he really is, especially standing against the normal people. My God. Yeah, he's a freak. And I figured uh, he was gonna shred his ACL trying to block MGK or something. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I I'm d i am i am can not stand MGK. That might be an unpopular opinion. No, no, I'm right there with you. Okay. I've been an MGK yeah. hater for he's, a long time. He's from like, Houston. He's not even from Ohio. Yeah, and then he like lived in Shaker Heights for a while. <laughs> and now I turned in and he's got like a you know, block O tat. I've just never seen a good block O tattoo ever, except maybe Terrell Pryor might have had the only good I, one. Didn't Braxton seen. Miller have a good one? Braxton Miller, yeah, his was his is pretty good. Who, so I guess who two. Was, who was the who was the um you know who I'm the, the quarterback recruit who Danny Clark. Oh Danny Clark. Danny Clark the franchise. <laughs> the franchise. The franchise. Yep. <laughs> There's a universe out that there. Family. Like, <laughs> where <laughs> he, they went to, he went to Massillian, right? uh yeah he went to matt like uh maslin yeah yeah and, okay. well, and then he because he came from akron hoban up in like akron mm. and uh and then uh, he transferred over to maslin he was like he was supposed to be the real deal i mean you know he was felt confident enough to go get that block oh i think yeah. he ended up in kentucky originally yeah, you know? yeah he did i, I think, think he washed out of there yeah because he was supposed to be like number one player in the class and then a couple of years went by and everyone was like oh he's not that good and then who'd we take in that was that the uh year we took um shit i don't even remember um i don't know uh see i see that this is a nice thing like when i worked for 11 warriors i used to be able to like, tell you this yeah <laughs> i i uh, i'm surprised i don't so know i'm on his 24 7 page right now so let, let's go what back year was, was he 2015 uh I, Cause did he come? Was, was he like competing against Joe Burrow? I feel like I remember. Oh, some... I think I think they did take Burrow instead. A, of him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he his his twenty four seven page is like all unofficial visits to Ohio State dating back to like twenty thirteen, and like like you said, like they offered him super young, and like it was it's, it's kind of depressing in some ways because it was like this man all he did was just attend Ohio State events, and then um, you know. He uh, decommitted in September of 2016, committed to Kentucky, got the official visit there, signed, enrolled in 2017. And then uh, it looks like he ended up at Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's, hey. uh, that's something. I mean, that's can't, a, hate, can't hate on that, free Vanderbilt yeah. education. Hey, that's a good school. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a W for him. 
but yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the pinnacle of that like era. Like there was an era where like we knew nothing about recruiting, and oh, um, what a glorious yeah, like <laughs> glorious we, era. We knew yeah. Nothing about recruiting, and we were better for it. Yeah, then we don't need to know this much about time, sixteen years old. Yeah, where there was that middle period of time where we like thought we knew stuff about recruiting, or like we we were being hammered with information about recruiting that like ultimately didn't mean anything. And I still think we're still kind of there. Like, I don't know. Like for me, the whole recruiting process is is kind of like scummy. The whole thing, like as it goes, like now, like I think it's an upstanding business with no moral issues at all. In my opinion. Uh, just you could do uh, a righteous gemstones. There I go mention righteous gemstones. You could do that on like the recruiting industry. Yeah, just like a kind of like I'd love to do like an anchor man type thing on like the recruiting industry, even the Ohio State beat. That's 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 like final form. Urban Meyer is like going to be coaching a high school, and all of his guys at his high school, like it'll be like a public high school somewhere, and all of his guys will be born in like other states, and uh, all of them end up going to like some shitty schools and like you know because because urban's gonna get a get a cut of that bag and like they should do they should do a last chance you season but uh it's like he gets really he goes to it's like alabama or something and it's it's the last chance for urban like he's yeah the, he's the subject and the players are like urban what the fuck are you talking about like get the fuck out of here last chance you but it's like being a defensive player playing for carrie coombs yes yeah that's defensive uh, staff of uh Kerry Coombs. He can't coach cornerbacks at all. Um, yes. Taver Johnson, Billy Davis, and uh, I, I don't even know Parker who's that. Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer's coaching the D line for some reason. Uh, that's that's the this is a dream team, yeah. Like I was talking about it the other day, like the um. You know, the the high school coaches, there are some of them that are just like legends. And there was one who coached at Valdosta in Valdosta. Um, and it was the guy in, in DJ, you might remember this, the two-a-days show from from um, back in the day on MTV. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that guy was, uh, I think his name's Coach Probst or something like that. Rush Probst, I think is, was his name. Um but yeah, he almost brought down the uh, he almost brought down the whole like SEC thing because he he was like caught on on federal like on, on tape talking to some booster about like, oh, this is how Kirby Smart and uh, and Nick Saban do it. They like, you know, you, you have to give money to somebody. You, you give me the money. I'll do the arrangements and then we'll get him to, you know, to school X, Y, Z. But yeah, man, there are some legendary, like there are some just legendary villains out there in the sport of high school football and <laughs> football in general. Like, like yeah, it's like the modern day like uh, missionary trips from from like Christianity and stuff back in the day. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's a real dark dark area out there, and uh, like luckily now the kids are seeing some of that money. But man, oh man, like, like I always think too about like, what if they just simply opened the books and like let kids like have like legitimately a share of the revenue and you wouldn't have to deal with like every car dealership in town, like writing checks for, for like 17 year old. Unless kids. you're like Quinn yours and you just love talking to car dealership guys. Like that's, 
Quinn, I, I still am looking to see if I can run into Quinn because I'm in Austin. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to before I, 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 you know, before he leaves, just at least see him in person and just be like, well, you know, figure out what's going on there. The Bucks have the best. We'll be fine. They got the best uh, Mormon QB since uh, Steve Young in this class. Uh, I, I'm not worried about Quinn. Yeah, actually, I, I don't even know if Devin Brown's Mormon. I'm just saying that because he's from Utah. He's got to uh, be some tangentially Mormon. Yeah. As long as he's not flipping bottles like the last Mormon. <laughs> it comes out that it comes out that Devin Brown's family is like fundamentalist Mormon sect, and they're like living in like a like some cult community um that'd be hilarious well who's that guy we got his uncle's like the nigerian separatist it's oh like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> that guy rocks yeah good for him uh, yeah. that, that to me that's college sports college football recruiting yeah best yeah i want him and uh marvin harrison senior next to each other at buckeye games just uh, I, I feel like they would i feel like they'd hit it off i don't know i do think it would be really funny to like have like the general population of a town like Dublin, Ohio, just becoming like incredibly informed on like Nigerian politics and stuff like that. (laughs) that, That's the end goal here. I need, I need Joel Klatt talking about Nigerian separatist movements on the, (laughs) actually, you know, knowing him, he probably will. He talked about like JK Dobbins, family trauma, like for, for four hours every weekend, two years ago. So you know, uh, I, I'm I'm fairly confident we're. Did you guys uh, on that note? Did you did y'all see uh, NBC might might be trying to save us from uh, from Fox Hell? I fucking that'd hope. be nice. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna say who we're such a ratings hog though. Like no matter when we play, the, yeah. That, and that's my biggest that's my biggest thing. Why I've kind of gravitated more to the end. I I still watch more, but like. People that just sit down and watch college football for like 13 hours every Sunday, I applaud it. I respect it. But it's like, damn, <laughs> like these games are taken up They're too long. Well, yeah, they're so like, long. They're like, I, I forget, like, because like when, when college football half, half times happen, I'll like go take the dogs for, you know, uh, like a whole activity. And then like for NFL half times, I'll like, I'll do, I'll do the same thing. And then I get back and they're like, Five minutes into the third quarter, I'm like, oh wait, these things aren't like an hour in between halves. Um, they, it's it's too long. Yeah, well, and a, I tune in half Saturday sucks too. Yeah, the whole like, th- the whole just TV talking. Like, you know, it's just it's just guys like just on TV just sitting around and they're like little pea coats and camel hair coats like Bob Stoops and establishing uh, the run it's like who can't just get on twitter and yeah, tweet 150 yeah. times like the rest of us normally just yeah. yeah yeah like the the ideal halftime should be like you show like 30 seconds of highlights and then you know we get back out on the field right. and like god be like, yeah be like me where my twitter feed throughout the throughout the game is just fuck or yes <laughs> just alternating between those two for four hours like a very healthy normal well-adjusted human being yeah we love that we love that um well we're we're pushing up on on the uh the yeah. nine o'clock deadline here unfortunately uh, oh, i've been uh drafted actually i need to report uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> as the only draft eligible member of the chat like uh yeah you... i'm 35 like you know i'm like they're gonna take you before they take me yeah that's yeah. what eminem said yeah. i'll uh, i'll 
I'll tell you all my uh, war stories when I get back. Live from Kiev, uh, next to Jubi. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's in the subway right now, and he's uh, he's reading the pulse of, of the Ukrainian folks. Yeah. Um, I'm looking yeah. for the Ukrainian Dublin dad is what my mission is. <laughs> God, he's out there yeah. somewhere. You like know, the, he, yeah. The early... <laughs> <laughs> probably training his son for the militias <laughs> oh. oh all right well, well hey i appreciate yeah. i appreciate you guys having me on man of course yeah uh, and uh, if you yeah. want to plug your plug the plug the rooster go ahead tell the oh uh, yeah um anybody who just is out there that's like i can't get enough of this guy's opinions <laughs> i want this guy's opinions uh, i'll deliver them to you in your mailbox for 33 a.m monday through friday or you can sign up for free just get it thursday covering uh how politics culture and sports uh, and so the rooster rooster.info that's all you got to type in rooster.info and google will take care of the rest the uh the only only news source you can trust these days in my opinion um yeah they're, they're saying it more and more yep <laughs> we really appreciate it dj and yeah. uh as always yeah. go bucks go bucks go bucks michigan sucks and help is on the way oh yeah brother <laughs>